When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, gang, you can't see this, but Anna and I are going to spend this entire episode in one of the Cuddle Queen's recommended poses, the oxytocin hug. So we're very close together right now. I know I say this about a lot of the dates on the franchise, but that really might be my nightmare. Yeah, you've mentioned the several of these dates I being I mean, obviously nightmare. horseback riding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was another one that you said was else? your nightmare. But this one, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is really Anna's nightmare. Just like, I mean, the outfits don't didn't look that bad, but... I mean, at least they look cozy. Ooh. I got a little bit of a like, um, I, I tweeted about this, but a little bit of a like midsummer cultish feel from those oh, vibes. Oh, I mean, they looked like they were straight from Heaven's Gate. Right, they looked like they were ready to put on those sneakers and put those <laughs> sheets over themselves sure. <laughs> and go with dough to meet that comet. I feel like if I could guarantee that I was going to be in a good mood that day and if I could either get stoned or drunk before that date which I'm pretty sure Mike the Virgin did not did do not either. do yeah no and I mean you could tell how awkward that situation was the cuddle queen even commented on it it was so awkward she was like what's so funny guys <laughs> usually laughter means awkwardness you think Hell cuddling yeah. is funny <laughs> Is cuddling just a bunch of laughs to you? <laughs> this is serious this is business. Serious business. <laughs> this is a serious cuddle. All right. We are back from yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Sorry, gang. We got a little bit uh, lost on island time. We, to be frank, figured out that we were going to have to watch the show without fast forwarding through commercials. And that was it. Yeah, that was too much. For, it was a bridge too far. We figured out uh, where our boundaries lie <laughs> in doing the podcast. We've set our boundaries for ourselves. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to talk briefly about the episode that we skipped. Just a little bit. Yeah. And then we'll go right into the episode right into that it. everyone go enjoyed right on Monday night. But first, first, we have some business to take care of. We've got a variety of shout outs. Uh, so Allison left us a very nice review, said, I'm just a jealous guy, best pod around. Aww. So thanks, Allison. Even better than the Tide Pods you millennials like to eat. I appreciate that. Is Allison a millennial? I I assume all our listeners are millennials. I assume all our listeners are uh, boomers. <laughs> okay, boomer. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, Lisa sent us a nice email with some in-depth research about Connor. 
um, about how like his teaching skills and everything. Uh, he was much more than that. <laughs> I don't feel like you told me this. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she sent us a, a detailed email about Connor the cat. Said among other things, he um, let's see. He she's uh, he's a nuclear engineer, has a master's degree in medical physics, and he um. How does she know all this? She found this from his bio where he teaches. All right, why are you not sharing emails with me? I'm sorry. I thought you had our sign in. No. Yeah. Mr. Brennan is also a songwriter and a dueling pianist and is thrilled to be teaching Templeton Academy's first music class. Is she? Does she work with him? No. She like found <laughs> this on their website. His like teacher bio. Like if oh, someone okay. found our bios online oh god yeah um dueling pianist this means he must perform somewhere around town we knew in that nashville because he, that was the job that he had when he had his downfall right i oh that's right that's right i just hadn't thought about how we could just drive up to nashville figure out what bar he plays at yep and uh and enjoy connor the cat the connor the scat cat <laughs> All right, so now those are the pleasant shout-outs. Now we have some other business to deal with. Uh, do you want to start this one out, or do you want me to start this out? I'll let you out? handle it. All right, so we got another review. Guess who still listens to the podcast? Gang. Actually, I will handle it. Guess who's been lurking around? You know, it's like in the horror movie when you're like, oh, the monster's dead. But nope, they're back. Got another completely uh, new bad review from Miki. Miki's back, gang. <laughs> In many ways, I think Miki never left. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently she listens to this podcast that she hates. And, well, spoiler alert. I don't know if she hates the podcast, but she really hates me. Now, you know Miki hates spoilers. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Do you want me to read this whole stupid thing that she wrote? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why? No, uh, okay. Why are you going to read it? Okay. Um, well, I just I didn't know if we wanted to rebut some of these issues. She says a lot of mean things about you, which are very annoying to me. You are not. She claims you are a woman hater. You are not a woman she hater. She says I don't have any friends. I have some False. friends. You have plenty. You have more friends than me. I don't have a ton of me. friends, but I have some friends. You have <laughs> the friends that you want. And you like them. You're not and a woman And some of hater. them are women. <laughs> <laughs> some of them happen to be women, <laughs> Miki. Uh, and then she complains that we spoil too many things, including Memento. Literally have not seen the movie. Okay. Have a general understanding of the basic plot. Yes. So fuck you. Yeah. So yeah, Miki, we just described the premise of Memento like basically. We, I can't spoil it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Basically what <laughs> you would read on the back of the DVD. Exactly. And also I love Memento is 20 years old. I love the idea that Miki was like, well, I'm going to listen to this podcast that I hate for some reason. And then I'm going to go watch Memento. Yep. Oh no, they spoiled it. Listen, here's the deal, Miki. Every time you leave a negative comment about my wife, I'm going to spoil something else for you. <laughs> so in Usual Suspects, Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Soze. Well, you just spoiled that there for you a go. lot of other people. Well, that's, they, everyone is a friendly fire uh, for Miki there. So that's what you get, Miki. Here's Look what question. you did, Miki. Here's Mickey. my question, Miki. Yeah. If you hate me so much, why do you listen? I, I don't, I just... Uh... I don't get it. You can't our uh, understand are these long. people. Yeah. Our voices are fairly annoying. Oh, God, like, listen to me. Are yeah. you just, are you that much of a masochist <laughs> that you just like, 
And it is funny, but please don't come murder me. I promise you, I I don't think I'm as bad as you think I am. No, you're not (laughs) as bad. I don't know why she's got it out for you. I don't know what her problem is. And you know, uh, the other thing uh, that I'll tell you is I don't hate women. As I said to my friends, our listeners, Katie, Rachel, Jennifer, all women that I count as friends, I hate everyone. (laughs) That's right. You're not a uh, you're you're not anti women. You're I'm anti anti-people. people. Right. I, I really am. It's and true. I mean, and what nice things have you said about men on our show? Zero. You liked it when Connor dressed as a cat, but I that's because lo- you like cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, if all people would dress as animals, I think you would be better off. Well, I'm sorry that you hate me so much. Mickey. I'm not. Please don't listen anymore. Yeah. I'm not apologizing to Miki at all. I might spoil something else during the <laughs> middle of this episode just because she was so mean to you. Um, all, all right. right. Well, uh, quick, give me a number between. Uh, let's see real quick. Sorry. Our biggest listener base right now is from Honolulu, by the way. Oh, yeah. mahalo. <laughs> give me a number between 1300 and 1400. 1,382. Okay. So that means the lucky city getting shouted out today, ooh, is Opelika, Alabama. Oh. Yeah. I think it's Opelika. Opelika. You're right. Opelika, Alabama. Sorry, Opelikans. Yeah, our one Opelikan listener. Oh, I yeah. wonder who that is. I don't know. I'd, That's I'd, not that far. Could become you, one of your dear female friends. If you tweet at Ryan, he'll invite you up to stay at our house. It'll be really awkward, too. <laughs> yeah. He'll give you a special cuddle outfit. <laughs> yeah, come cuddle with us, Opelika listener, because Anna won't do it. I want to do that one where I've got my head in your lap. Just it's like a pretzel. Terrible. Yeah. Also, very hot. Yeah, and just like, why? What? So that was one of those dates that we come across every so often in the podcast where I'm like, Katie doesn't look like she's no. having fun. Did she choose that date? No. Who made her do that? Nobody. She didn't choose that date. Maybe Mike was like, I want to cuddle with someone besides my mom. But that's, it's weird to me because on certain dates, she'll be like, I chose this date specifically for you. Right. So I guess it's just a blend. Yeah. I guess the producers are like, no, you will cuddle with Mike P. Yeah. You will do it. Yeah. Okay. So you want to briefly talk about the previous episode? Yeah. I mean, obviously, the biggest, the biggest uh, plot development is guys, an animal got put down. (laughs) Connor the cat lost one of his lives. Luckily, he has eight more, <laughs> one of which is going to be in paradise. Oh, that's good. Confirmed. Yeah, that's great. And Trey, and I want to say maybe Aaron and Thomas. Okay. I said, like, Trey is made for paradise. I feel like he's got sort of like the the personality for it, I think. I feel like Connor has the personality for it. Yeah. He's going to be wearing his shirt unbuttoned, singing about <laughs> That's summer true. rain. I literally his feel like in, in my mind, he's just turned into mm-hmm. Mr. Shoe. He's morphed into Matthew he's Morrison. Mor- and I can't figure out if it's Matthew Morrison or Mr. Shoe. Well, he's a teacher. So I think it's Mr. Shu. Yeah, at I this guess point. so. I guess was Mr. So. Shu also a nuclear engineer? And well, let me tell you so. too. I went down like a rabbit hole where I was like, "What did he sing on Glee?" Mm-hmm. So then I started watching a bunch of those videos. What then else I started did he sing? watching Leah Michelle in Spring Awakening. Whoa, yeah. Um, I mean, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. He had that duet with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. Like, like a journey. Sing-off. No, yeah. it was Aerosmith. Oh, Dream that's On. it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. 
lost about two hours of my life. Yeah, the to other those day old Glee when clips. You went to go see uh, Black Widow. Oh yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, and you uh, watched Glee clips. Yeah, I think everybody won in that yep. scenario. Great. Um, yeah. So Connor is gone now. You had really Connor had kind of fallen from his cat perch for you. I, well, and did he, he land on his feet? He fell to his death. <laughs> cat funeral. <laughs> redeemed himself in that last episode okay a little bit like i i do still find him charming i don't disagree with katie that there seemed to be very little like sexual chemistry between Mm -hmm. the two of them uh and i don't feel like katie is the type of person to be okay with more of a like friendship based romance sure yeah um even though caitlin tried to sell her on that idea yeah, yeah yeah she did yeah, no, um, I, so it really seemed to just come down to the fact that he was a bad kisser. I don't know. I mean, God, I felt bad for him when he was like, how bad of a kisser am I? Well, he's always using his tongue to lick their face, and Whoa, his tongue is so rough. Jake was... <laughs> it's like sandpaper. Oh, um, listener Jake and I were talking about it last night okay. in our match as we yeah, warmed sure. up. Mm-hmm. And he said that one thing he noticed that he didn't like was that he was always like grabbing her yes. really forcefully uh-huh. and pulling her towards yep. him. I didn't even notice that. No, I noticed that. A couple of the guys, it seems like, have done that Yeah, this time. I guess yeah. if they're not freaking out like Claire did. Sure. Well, <laughs> he's always uh, pawing at her. Well, but that's just, he's just being playful. <laughs> he thought that, that she was a big ball of string. Yeah, he thought, he thought it was a game. He kept like getting, her he kept mouth getting is a laser pointer. by those sequin dresses that she was wearing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm so. interested to see how he plays out in Paradise yes. because at this point, Connor the Cat could go either way. For yes, me. no, I agree. I feel like he could really redeem himself. He could really he could be Glee season one, or he could be Glee season twelve, or whenever whatever it ended. season yeah. he stopped watching. <laughs> yeah, uh, if he shows up to Paradise in a full on Andrew Lloyd Webber cat costume, oh, yes. I am fully on. Board. Yes, and it's like call me Rumbledy Pumbledy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. What well, I mean, that's obviously my big takeaway from that episode. Yes. Did you have anything I do else? have something I want to talk about, which is this Seinfeld style contest. Oh, right. That she whoa, brings up. Whoa, at the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So we, one of the things we learn is that you can't say whacking off on network television. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Week of whacking. Week off whacking off. Not week of whacking <laughs> yeah. off. That's a totally different event. So here's the thing. How is this sex positive? Right. Yeah. Good. I, I good mean, question. that's that's my ultimate question. It just seems like a weird, like, what's the point? What's first the point? Of all. Yes, exactly. Second of all, you're exactly right. I hadn't even thought about that, but like, is it sex positive to wield your strange power over a group of people <laughs> and be like, by the way, right? By the way, deprive yourselves of pleasure. I'm sex positive, especially like. In a terrible, stressful situation yes. where yep. you probably have like all these like bad, conflicting feelings. Right. Well, and as she like, said, like sort yeah, of unresolved hormones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and you know who else does this? 
the Proud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Katie. You and the Proud Boys are on the same page. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah, all she needs is a Hawaiian shirt now. Stand by and stand down. Was, um, stand by. <laughs> um, was Katie also doing it? No, I don't believe so. I think it was just the gentleman. See, I feel like that's also bullshit. Yeah. And also, like, why would anybody need to? There's no point to this. I don't understand. Well, why do they do it on Seinfeld? Well, again, but those people are awful and it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was pointless. Um, yeah, so I um, I did like uh, Caitlin drops a master of your domain line and Connor B basically proves that anything can be a euphemism. I've always said this, if you mm-hmm. say it the right way. No more uh, Friday night lights, no more Saturday morning balloon races, no more how do you like them apples. I mean, those that's just phrases. No more cat in a handbox. <laughs> <laughs> no more cat of nine tails. <laughs> no more biscuit in the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> no more Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I mean, you could, it, but you could just say anything in a euphemism voice and you're good. So, yeah, I did not understand the point Man. of this. Also, they did not explain who won. I don't know what this text is about, but I want to read it just because it pertains to the show. Okay. I just got a text from listener Jennifer, Okay, also a friend. Yes, a woman friend, <laughs> if I'm reading things correctly. She says, I got two words, fuck Katie. Whoa. She must be watching last night's yeah, episode. Yeah, I wonder what uh, she's uh, all up in arms about. Maybe this whoa-whoa Jennifer's contest. Jennifer's very anti-cuddling. <laughs> that might be what it is. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, anything else from that episode? Not really. Oh, all the Hunter stuff, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, so the one thing that... I actually feel like that was a pretty good episode to skip podcasting. Because it was... There's always, like, a weird episode or two between, like, the drama of the beginning and hometowns where it's like, yeah, come on. Like, we all know it's not going to be Hunter. Like, can we just put this guy down? Well, and also, like, we've had enough of this and... I mean, that whole debate that kind of amounted to nothing. I mean, I enjoyed the drag queens. I did like the drag queens. But the drag queens were like, come on, guys. Like, let's be vicious. Come on, like, come on, Connor. Claws out. Well, I mean, one thing has become exceedingly clear. These gentlemen adore each other. When Connor goes back after getting cut and gives him a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, these guys love each other this is a huge fucking bromance in the house which i am here for like it is a delight and here's the other thing and then trey just starts sobbing oh i know (laughs) it was so sad like that's the saddest exit you're gonna see this season is trey getting heartbroken (laughs) um no i really enjoy the dynamic of the guys in the house and in fact i have in my notes after i didn't like hunter that much i didn't think he was terrible i didn't like him that much but after he leaves it seems like we're kind of in a Tasha situation where it seems like there are pretty good men left. For sure. I mean, Katie commented that as well. You right. know, she said, like, all I've wanted is a a good guy, and now I have six of them, right. and what do I do with that? Yeah. And I agree. I mean, I really, I don't envy her position. Mm-hmm. I think that especially at this point when she gets down to the final four. But really, I mean, God, Andrew. Well, right. And this? she was conflicted about cutting yeah, him, as we'll talk yeah. about in a minute. Now, the first thing I wrote in my episode seven notes is why the fuck is Brendan still here? 
Um, I still thought it was Brandon. <laughs> I'm still getting some be. of their names wrong. It might be Brandon. I don't know. And to be fair, he also was like, what am I doing Yes, here? right. He also realized. And there's and not even anything against him. I think he's one of those people who just like kind of sailed through yeah. by keeping his head down despite his unreasonably high hair. He Do you want to, are we jumping down. in? Let's jump in. Okay. I don't have anything else to say about the last episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't know if that was a note from. That's oh, a note you, from season set for, from episode seven. Season yeah. seven. Um, all right. So the, we open with just kind of a general, uh, a general round table, if right. you will. The guys broing out, just hugging each other, some cuddling with each other. Yeah. yeah. In the oxytocin hug. Yeah. Uh, they're just kind of basically talking about how they feel. Michael A is wearing a, black turtleneck never have i seen so many turtlenecks as i have in bachelor nation right in do the they past keep year. them in the mansion i mean <laughs> i feel like clearly you need to be wearing a turtleneck i actually feel like i can pull off a turtleneck sometimes do you yeah i do feel like that like a turtleneck sweater or like, like a turtleneck a, sweater like, a, like in the winter face, the apple guy the Apple, oh, Steve Jobs, like eh, that, maybe like not a, a Steve sleek Jobs, black no, turtleneck. maybe not a sleek, like like a bulky winter turtleneck. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because let's With be honest, man my neck is not my best feature, so it's best to just mm, cover that up. I mean, it's not my worst feature, no. but yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I I could do sort of the turtleneck pulled up to say the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I think, and that way people couldn't see my teeth. <laughs> and a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Michael A. is wearing a black turtleneck with, uh, what I call also a very aggressive cross. Yes. Yeah. Like a, I feel like this is the cross you want if you have to perform an exorcism. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was called there to perform an exorcism. I mean, maybe. The power of Christ compels you. I mean, God, now we gotta put the... Your mother sucks cocks in hell. He's a witch's familiar. There's always like a cat in the exorcism. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're the witch's familiars. The fuck does that mean? It's like the the witch needs a like friend to help them perform their magic, an animal friend, mm. if you will. It's sort of like the inverse of a Disney princess. They've oh. got to have some Wish kind you, what of. What are you helping a witch <laughs> What are you doing, evil or child? <laughs> uh, guys, we went on a ghost walk. Oh yeah, when we were in Bald Head mm-hmm. Island. That's actually what we were doing while the episode six aired. It's true. Aired. It's yes. true. We were learning about a figure called a boo hat. Yeah. She is a Gullah witch who walks around as a normal, friendly woman during Mm -hmm. the day. And then at night, unzips herself from her skin and goes flying around. Yeah, skinless. That's me. (laughs) If you ask Miki, but... uh, If you ask me. Yeah. No, and then uh, the husband didn't want to be married to a boo hag. So he salted her skin and then he realized too late that uh, she loved him. Conspiracy theory. Okay. Miki is in love with me. <laughs> she might be like, why does she hate women? Do I have a chance with her? Mm, yeah, now we're right going to get another. You, yeah. <laughs> nice try, Miki. It's a real will they, won't they? <laughs> real Sam and Diane situation. <laughs> uh, I think it might be more of a single white female situation. <laughs> Um, all right. Katie says that there are some guys that she's confident with, but going into this week, she still doesn't quite know who her final four are. I think it's fair to say that we all know who the final five were. Sure. Like, we all know who the final four aren't. So, I mean, I think everybody knew that Brendan was going home. Right. Mike P was going home. You knew it wasn't going to be Brendan. You knew it wasn't going to be Mike P. Yep. 
Um, I felt like it, there was a little bit of wiggle room between like Justin, Blake, and Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she's talking to her uh, buddies, Tasha and Caitlin, and she says, I can't decide whether to strengthen strong relationships with a one on one or use time to get to know guys without one on ones. What this, like, back and forth reminded me of is when Kenny Banya is going back and forth about, like, <laughs> should we try a new restaurant? Or should we try the same what's, restaurant? What's the name of the restaurant? <laughs> Mindy's. Mindy's, yeah. yeah. It'll, <laughs> you know it's good, but it's going to be the same. Otherwise, it's different, but you don't know if it's going to be good. Well, here's what I'll say about um, Katie. Uh-huh. I do feel like it's very evident that the guys all like adore her. Yes. And think uh-huh. that she's handled the process really mm-hmm. well. Because this has happened before where... Um, people that haven't had a one-on-one, like haven't had a single one-on-one, still don't get one, and other people uh-huh. get multiple. And I do feel like it usually creates a lot of backlash, like some lashing out mm-hmm. at the lead. And I think as well, the guys that are left are just obviously a really quality group of guys. Like, God, right. they're so supportive I of know. each other. Yeah, when um, Greg gets that When everybody does. And Michael's like, like, you deserve it, big guy. I know, yeah. I know. And like, Michael hasn't even had one. I know. No, they're um, real uh, real sweet. And also, they um, break up real well, too. Right. Like, uh, Michael really like breaks up with her very well yeah. later on. Yeah, which also I I can't really tell like how much Michael like he liked her. Can we just call him Mike? Mike. Yeah, let's I call him Mike. In my notes yeah, that's Mike right. You're right. Virgin. That's what they that's what they call him too. I think that he knew there was no way in hell that that was going to be the girl that he married. I think that's right. Yeah. And so um, he knew to, to give a graceful exit. But yeah, I do it seems like they all really like her as the lead mm-hmm. and that does make me feel more positively towards her. Well, it's like you said, men love her and women of her season didn't like her that much. Yeah. This all kind of rolls with your theory. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think it's shitty to give <laughs> one-on-one dates when you still have guys on there that haven't had one. Right. So Greg gets the one-on-one. Um, yeah, he's like, doesn't want to gloat about it, obviously, because Mike and uh, Brendan still haven't had one. And Mike, the virgin, says, breathe, big guy. You deserve it. <laughs> oh, so supportive. So when they go on their date, they're matching. They're wearing matching outfits. And I, well, are like I feel like they're both wearing shades of green. And Katie, like, <laughs> cannot get over right. the fact. Why is this so cute? <laughs> yeah, then Katie jumps into Greg's arm. She does that thing that you hate. Where the girl jumps into the arms mm-hmm. and they make out. Yeah. And then she says that she's going to show him things that remind her of home, which is Seattle. I thought she was from Portland. No, she's from Seattle. All right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, to I, which I Greg her, but... immediately says, Seattle dogs? Yeah. What are Seattle dogs, I have no Ryan? fucking idea what she Seattle says dogs are. She there's more to Seattle than Seattle well, dogs. Well, clearly, because I don't know what that is. Well, is it a kind of hot dog? That's not too surprising. That uh, is famous in Seattle? I mean, this Seattle is not known for its hot dogs, nor is it known for its football katie i mean i know the seahawks went to the super bowl a couple of times a seattle style hot dog sometimes referred to as a seattle dog is a hot dog topped with cream cheese and sauteed onions that is often sold well here you go from late night or game day food carts in seattle Ah, you would never be at a game i would never know okay a seattle dog also is that good 
You a should text your with, friends, your Seattle yeah. friend group, and ask if any of them know what have a ever had dog a Seattle is. dog. I'll do that. I'll I'll test that. Um, is that good? A hot dog with cream cheese on it? I mean, it seems, I'm not a cream cheese fan. It it also just seems like, well, I guess every other city has a hot dog. Nothing's left. Let's slap some cream cheese on a hot dog, and that'll be the Seattle dog. All right. Okay. Um, She sets up a mock Pike's Place market mm-hmm. and then spends a lot of time <laughs> explaining what it is. Do, isn't that like... A national landmark that yeah, people know? Like, yeah, I feel correct. like people have a general idea of what it is, yes. right? Am I just thinking that because... We go to Seattle. No, I think people are pretty familiar with it. Did you watch the real world Seattle? (laughs) Because they worked at Pike's Place Market. Did they throw the fish? They did. Okay. Yeah. Two of the guys did. Yeah. And so speaking of throwing the fish, Katie Katie and Greg. So Katie throws the fish at Greg who freaks out and drops it. And then he throws the fish and it knocks a bunch of the lights he, over. He like destroys the <laughs> setting. <laughs> Which I love. Best moment of the episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. Bar none was, was Greg destroying this mock-up Pike Place market. Yeah. Um, uh, Katie also tells us that football is huge in Seattle. Again, I is already that true, Ryan? no, I already disputed that. I did mean, they? I just, they didn't hit a, any of your hot spots. I know. The Why wood did... fire pizza place <laughs> in Mill Creek? That subway shop that you used yeah, to work Porta at? Subs. Why didn't they um, go to the Pinecone Diner on uh, Route ninety nine that they we used to go to? Um, they could have gone to that coffee place that I like so much. Oh, Hot Shots. Hot Shots on one sixty fourth. Yeah, love Hot Shots. <laughs> Drive through Espresso. They could have gone to the Alderwood Mall. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think they shut the Alderwood Mall down. <laughs> um, they could have gone to your high school where Tom yeah. Green was. Yeah, where Tom Green did his uh, drive around. Yeah. So there's all kinds so of places they could have done. Yeah. Could have run the run of the mill in Mill Creek, Washington. As yeah. we have done. Yep. Yeah. So they really missed out on, I mean, this is sort of tourist Seattle. <laughs> if you want the real Seattle, authentic Seattle, come see me and I'll show come you. Come to Mill Creek. <laughs> We're not going to serve you a Seattle dog, but <laughs> we will serve you some wood-fired pizza. Um, Greg tells Katie that when he's with her, he feels like he's in high school, mm-hmm. which I guess is a good thing. Yeah, I know I guess. it's meant as a good thing, but like, eh, do you really want to go back to high school? Also, Greg already kind of looks like he's in high school, so he already looks like the sad, like rom com protagonist of a like high school rom com. He's like uh, Ethan Embry and can't hardly wait. Yeah. Which one? Who plays do you, that yeah, one? Yeah. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I, then I've don't seen, say, don't no, I've say, seen that yeah. movie, but you know now what? I don't remember. On yeah. our on our family vacation, Ryan got in trouble with our five-year-old I did get in son trouble. who yeah. said, you do not always know everything. Yeah. And you know what? He's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I just like it that he called you out. You know, he called it. me out. Um, Ethan Embry. Can't hardly wait. Who's Jennifer Ethan Embry? Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, I know the movie, and Jenna Elfman well, is in it as an angel. Yeah, but he's yeah. like the lead guy. He's the remember. point of the he's movie. He's the one who can't hardly yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is about him. So what is who? what actor is it? That's his... Ethan Embry. Oh, okay. yeah. he's the actor. Yeah, I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, my. Have you ever seen yeah, that movie? Yeah, I saw that movie, no. but like 20 years ago. I knew that Jenna Elfman was in it as an angel. It's an angel stripper. Well, that's just weird. Yeah. Because he's the whole movie. That's what I remember. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, Miki. <laughs> oh, and spoiler alert, Miki. 
they have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they can't hardly. They can't hardly. They manage to wait. All right. Um, Greg tells her that he has not introduced anyone to his mom in a long time. Yeah. Uh, she asks him if he would be ready for that, and he says, absolutely. Oh, I have in my notes that he says, um, yeah. He in says, the most, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I had it in my notes that he said the most uncommittal thing. <laughs> Greg is is uh he plays it cool. Oh, he's one cool customer. He's yeah. he's one cool cat now that Connor has <laughs> died. Cat funeral. Cat funeral. It was an accident and not entirely my fault. Well, and also you probably shouldn't trust my viewing notes um given that i didn't know who ethan embry was even after watching uh, can't hardly wait so michael a is doing a classic parent move meanwhile yes. back at the hotel mm-hmm. he is enjoying a mimosa and lying about missing his kid <laughs> he's like i miss you like crazy yeah. big guy can i, I get another bud. mimosa <laughs> it's just terrible here can i have a turtleneck please and then he sings no, that's a different Michael. I know, but they oh, all have turtlenecks. They all, they're all wearing turtlenecks. Yeah, give me a turtleneck. I've yeah. got to go to this it's cuddle session. 150 degrees, <laughs> yeah. He sings a song that goes, You're my best friend in the world. <laughs> to his like oh, five-year-old. Yeah, it was a sweet little I'm oh, sorry, I'm of the parenting belief that that's weird. That, uh, to say it's your best that friend. That shouldn't be your best well, friend. Well, um, we ran into that with Jason and Ty. Right? In yeah. Jason's season where he kept calling Ty his best friend. I feel like if I ever call either one of our kids as children mm-hmm. my best friend, like, shoot me. Well, like, what do you do? I mean, well, first of all, I don't have any I friends. was going to say, Lila can't be your I, best friend because yeah. you don't have any women friends. I fucking hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um... I just think that's a weird thing to say. Your kid is your kid. They're not meant right. to be your best friend, right. especially when it's a child. Yeah, and I mean, you can have fun with your kid, enjoy time with them. And I know but... that he wasn't meaning it literally, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. But I do think that it's something that people say sometimes, and it just always yeah, it's a little, me the wrong way. A little strange, a little strange. Yeah. Like, who, why, why are you going to be best friends with a five-year-old? Maybe. What are you uh, going to do together? Oh, all kinds of things. <laughs> Legos. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I actually feel like you would, you would maybe describe the kids as your best friends. Well, I just don't have any friends. <laughs> um, speaking of people being insecure, we're back to Greg. And Greg, Katie says well, that Greg is... Okay, okay. Can we just acknowledge that Michael A, I feel like the the whole like parenting thing is coming uh-huh. to a little bit of a yes. head with him because he also says um, that he has, he's like, I'm a single father. I take care of my in-laws. Like, I feel like he's feeling the stress of hometowns coming up. Yes. What are you doing? I'm texting about the Seattle dogs. See if we can get an answer by uh, the end right of this now. episode. Yeah. Does Kate still listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Kate. You think so? I think so. Kate, yeah. are you out there? Yeah. Kate, are you listening? If you know what a Seattle dog is, please order two of them and send them to <laughs> us. <laughs> Overnight them to us. I please. don't think any of your other Seattle friends listen. No. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, I really appreciate that. <laughs> 25 years of friendship, but uh, this is where you've gotten us. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that Michael A. is feeling that common, like, I'm a parent on this show stress. Yes. It's a real parent trap, if you will. <laughs> so, 
I will. <laughs> you know I will because I fucking love the parent. Trap. Yeah, you showed it to Lila. Lila liked it too. You know why? Because your best friends watching a movie together. What are you gonna get? <laughs> the parent trap. How does that song go? I do not know. Parent trap. Can I get it in a C? Uh, how does that song go? Let's stay together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's an opening song that's like, The Parent Trap. <laughs> eh. Okay. Anyways, well, we'll put it in. We'll drop it in right here. Straighten up their mess with togetherness. Togetherness. Straighten up their mess with togetherness. Togetherness. The Parent Trap. So I was getting back to um, Greg being insecure. Yes. He said he was small and bullied. And then he says, my sister says my insecurity is the least attractive part about me. I like that his sister is commenting on uh, his attractiveness, first of all. This is just a weird episode all around for uh, inappropriate family relationships. It's not as disturbing as what comes later. Oh, yeah. With Michael. With Mm, Mike. Yeah. Mike the cuddler. We'll get there. Yeah. Um... Katie says, Greg is definitely somebody I'm falling in love for. Okay. <laughs> and then she says, with? With? In? To? It's she been can't so get... long. I don't know how to say it. I okay. don't know how to use prepositions. You still have to use words. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, Katie, I'm going to circle that. Say, uh, use your prepositions correctly. And then she's like, do you remember the first rose I gave you? Yep, it was three weeks right. ago. Well, also, Katie says, he told me he was falling in love with me. Those are the words I needed to hear. Well, that's a pretty high fucking expectation for date number two. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's like I'm only taking him to I'm only taking him to hometowns if he says that he's in love with me. I did like though the preposition thing circles back to what we're always talking about about the importance of like very nuanced prepositions the on this show. Of being earnest, <laughs> um, yeah, because well, not really. Well, I guess it's she just she just doesn't falling, know yeah, what wrong. the fuck she's talking about. She says she's falling in love for him. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. I'm falling in love into you. <laughs> for whom I'm falling. <laughs> All right. So then I'm they falling have... in love on you. <laughs> uh, then they run into a rainstorm. A fake rainstorm. A la notebook. All of the notebook. Also, and someone pointed this out on Twitter already, so I'm not the first one, but like It wasn't over. Not for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it does not rain like that in Seattle. It's just That's like correct. a pesky, that is correct. A it's pesky just drizzle. constant gray yep. drizzle. Yeah. Because your parents even talk about that. They're like, when we come to the south, we get these wonderful thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't ever get a thunderstorm No, there, you're ever. not even really getting a hard rain. It's just always nope. kind of like misting around they in the air. They should have just made them go stand out in like a gray, cold <laughs> drizzle and been like, by the way, it's July. <laughs> and here are a bunch of the kids from twilight (laughs) happy july 4th okay so uh back at the the man not the mansion the uh, resort brendan old brendan is super pissed that he hasn't gotten a uh, one-on-one i didn't think that he was pissed i felt like he seemed so what we learn is that mike gets the other one-on-one because the date wrote the good date card comes and it's justin andrew blake michael a and brendan 
Uh, I thought he just was like, what's going on? Like what he's literally yeah. said, why am I still here? I didn't get time on the group date. I didn't get time on cocktails. I didn't get a one-on-one. Three other great guys went home, including a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. And then he's like, I don't know why I'm still here. And like, fair enough, because yeah. he's correct. No, and all of this, and Katie's like, yeah, I don't really know why you're here like, either. Yeah, actually, yeah. since you came down to talk to me, let's just go ahead and call it yeah. quits. Which Though, is the right thing to do, yep. but the, the really right thing to do would have been to just cut him the week before. The bloodbath episode, just finish him off too. He did do something that endeared me to him, which is he knocked on her door and then like vigorously applied chapstick. He's like, I got to get this yeah, last minute chapstick in. <laughs> I might get a kiss. Who knows? Um, and then he says to Katie, when I'm with you, I feel like we can take over the world. Really? Like that's the feeling you get? The feeling is more like, Hey, buddy, how's it going? And then she's like, oh, you gots to go. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) All right. So Brendan goes home and the rest of them go on a group date to look at vaginas. Yes. And uh, these gentlemen had a really hard time. I feel like they were all like, it looks like something else that I'm not going to say. Yeah. Have any of you ever seen a Georgia O'Keeffe painting? (laughs) Because I feel like they would lose their shit. (laughs) These flowers aren't just flowers. Oh, they're flowery, but with a twist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lady part. Um, um, yeah, K- uh, Andrew, uh, Katie says, tell me what you see. And Andrew says, uh, somebody else want to chime in? Oh, my god! Whereas I feel like uh, Katie would have liked it if these guys were like, these are clearly vaginas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Blake says that one of the paintings, he's saying this to the artiste herself. Jacqueline Secor. Yeah, who yeah. was quite beautiful, I thought. Yeah. Could she be our bachelorette? Maybe, yeah. And maybe uh, add a new twist to giving out her rose. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, He says that one of the paintings is messy and aggressive with its color. And she says, interesting, that's my self-portrait. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like now Blake has been on two dates that two are like art dates. Art because last season he was the one that sculpted the dick. Right. Well, not only, yeah, has he been on two art dates, but he's been on two art dates where they've had to black out the thing that he created. They did? Yeah, because they had to black out the dick and then they had to black out the painting. What was the painting? I mean, some two people boning. I thought it was just, no, it was like a black canvas that he painted. No, but they like blacked out. You could tell that they like blacked it out. Because he's like, when he's describing, he's like, this is the most beautiful thing that people can do and it's yeah he like did an r-rated painting that they couldn't show are you sure i'm pretty sure no i mean it looked like a black canvas because they put a black square over the canvas that he made but the way he was describing it it was very clear that he had painted two people fucking huh yeah that was my take anyways. Wow, I totally missed that. Because he was like, well, they wanted you to. Those prude censors at oh, ABC. Oh, I'm looking at it now. What did Blake paint on The Bachelorette? We have the answer. Oh, okay. What is the answer? Bachelorette fans clamoring to know what Blake painted for I am for clamoring Thurston. to know. Here, carry the pod. Carry okay. The pod. So uh, as an update, I texted my friends Nick and Peter, what is a Seattle dog? <laughs> and Nick said, from the hot dog place? <laughs> So uh what, I guess one hot dog place I in mean, Seattle I guess, that sells yes. Seattle dogs. And then he said it's something gross, isn't it? Is it I don't a- know if he <laughs> thinks that it's a sex act or a hot dog. Well, don't tell him it involves cream cheese. <laughs> He'll lose his mind. 
Gosh, what did you're Blake right. paint? Well, it says it's not revealed, but we could use context clues to figure it out. As I did. Mosby boys. <laughs> this is a case for the FBI. Yeah, I put it together that it was uh, two people uh, boning. It says Blake tricks us into thinking that maybe he paints just a black canvas. Damn it. He tricked You got me. tricked. Oh, I feel so stupid. <laughs> the old black canvas gambit. When we first see the black box, we're all a little perplexed. But then we realize that Blake likely used white or light paint on top of his first all black layer. What an layer. artist. What a complicated man. <laughs> From there, we can see that Blake definitely paints something too naughty for television. Would stick figures be blacked out or is it more detailed than that? I mean, if the stick figures had stick dicks... Also, I mean, they are uh, they also so also they don't know. Yeah, they also blacked out the butthole on that sculpture that uh, <laughs> what was it? Michael made is that uh, yeah called Rear View. Michael made a sculpture called Rear View, and they had to black out part of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, gosh, how about that? Yeah, how about I that? It. Yeah, no, I uh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrew made a, uh, they didn't black out Andrew's sushi eating piece, even though it Which was, was quite, quite X-rated. Quite explicit. Yeah. Based I on, thought. based on this painting, Batman don't eat sushi, if you know what I mean. Superheroes don't do made that. It, made that joke on Twitter, had to do it One again. One person liked it. So I figured there were more people out there <laughs> who wanted to enjoy it. People were clamoring <laughs> for this Batman People sushi loved joke. it. Yep. Okay, um, they all show off their art, and I don't know, Michael A. sculpts a butt, as you said, mm-hmm. Justin has a, a painting, I don't know, move on to the Yeah, yeah, move on to the night, night portion. portion, yep, let's do it. So, um, Blake is saying that he's so in for you right now, and actually, I liked the way Blake described his feelings. He said, I'm not in love right now, but the way we're going, it's fucking inevitable. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the perfect thing to say because it's not like, it's not the rushing of like, I'm falling in love with you or whatever, but it's like, I'm going to be. I agree. Yeah. I feel like that was very well handled. I feel like Blake has redeemed himself a little bit. Like I liked him at first on Claire and Tasha's. Mm -hmm. Then I didn't like him. Now I like him again. Yeah. You're so, really hot and you're cold. It's I'm, yes I'm and you're Katy now. Perry over here. <laughs> you change your mind like a girl changes I clothes. PMS like a bitch. And <laughs> I would know. Um, I don't even remember why I didn't like him on Claire's season at the end. I kind of remember. I remember. I mean, he, um, he did a bunch of the like... Like he crashed that date and was oh, like, right. I got to come in. Right. Well, it was which... And also he like, I feel like was all in on Claire. And then when Claire left, he was like, I'm all in on Tasha. Sure, okay. Yeah. So was it this episode or last episode that he did the say anything boombox move? I can't remember now. That might have been last episode. Yeah, that was a good move. Was that a good is move. a well-played move. Yeah. Right? Especially no, like, like that was timed perfectly And right, I do too. think of all the three options that he's had so far for Bachelorettes being Claire, Tasha, and Katie, she does seem to be the most like well-matched for him. Mm-hmm. What more on this? Pete Seattle says... Dogs? Yes, onions and cream cheese. It's <laughs> <you> delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Kate's husband, by the way, if Kate is still listening. Pete, you so. crazy bastard. <laughs> yeah, so apparent, and he, yeah, he says that it's delicious. So what do you know? Mm. Mm, Pete, mm. are you sure, Pete? I feel like people from Seattle are always trying to sell you on shit that isn't actually that great. <laughs> on bland shit, yeah. Hot dogs with cream cheese, their city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Pacific Northwest in general. <laughs> You've just got to be here. What is that? That's Arnold Schwarzenegger on California. Oh, okay, yeah. When can you start in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pacific Northwest. We're incredibly overcrowded. <laughs> we'll all be wiped out when the big one hits. <laughs> um, so getting back to this date, Justin did that butterfly painting. We wear a lot of North Face. <laughs> We work with some real characters like Jeff Bezos. So really quick diversion, just because I have to force this joke in somewhere. Um, Do you? I do, though. I do. Take it. Take a breath, big guy. No, I, I, yeah. (laughs) Breathe, big guy. You deserve it. (laughs) No, you do not deserve deserve making this joke. So don't you think that. Take a second. Are you sure there's not a little group text thread that you could. I already sent it to a group text thread. Now it's for everybody. It's for the world now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So don't you think that when, Mm -hmm. instead of spending Bezos to space, they could have just done like that Tracy Jordan thing where they faked sending him to space? I feel like that would have been a lot cheaper and easier. Well, yeah. Yeah. So see, there you go. That was worth it's not it. Not really right? a joke, is it's, it a joke? Yeah, it's kind of it's a joke. It's not like a haha joke. No, it's, not, it's a thinker. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a wry observation about uh, the world that we live in. Sure. Today, yeah, and I sort of the fly in a dick. The four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have gotten the dick spaceship that way. Which uh, sort of... Still could have. Yeah. Photoshop. That's true, yeah. You have pretty good Photoshop skills. I don't think I can Photoshop a dick spaceship. I feel like you could. I might build that out of Legos, though, with with my best friend, our (laughs) five-year-old son. Who also says, you don't know everything. Well, I don't know everything. Even though you act like you do. Uh, I might. I might. Um, all right. We are... I was just going to say, I didn't know who Ethan Frome was from that... uh, from that can't hardly wait movie i'm really derailing this whole thing <laughs> is that a joke or are you that is serious? a joke yeah okay you know that it's ethan Embry. yes well i didn't know it was ethan Embry, but i do know ethan from the literary <laughs> character <laughs> i did not remember the other well Ethan's congratulations name. he's crippled so jokes on you <laughs> ethan from yeah. yeah ethan from yeah. is crippled yeah. he drags his leg behind him right well doesn't he uh they try to kill themselves on that sled spoiler alert Mickey. I know. yeah spoiler yeah. alert ethan from <laughs> weird flex but okay about to spoil jude the obscure <laughs> okay um, i would if i could remember right. what happened if i had ever read jude the obscure is that I would right spoil they try it. to kill themselves but he just like critically injures himself i think that's right yeah or maybe like she dies and they you try say, to we can't kill even themselves on a, on a sled they try to sled into a tree yeah god yeah and i don't even remember why because they were like having an affair yeah right? it was like a teenage girl yeah that's right or something or like yeah. the the name the maid yeah it was some sort of affair it was like a young they try to worker. kill themselves on the sled and i think it goes wrong so i mean we kind of tried to spoil it Miki. you're welcome but i don't even well, I remember like what happened like less than the level of spoiler that we did for memento right hey the movie's backwards i've never seen it (laughs) right i I could spoil it because i remember what happens but i won't out of respect to our other listeners miki if you send me your email address i will spoil it for you personally (laughs) (laughs) oh um okay yeah blake tells her uh we already talked about that he says falling in love with her Mm -hmm. is inevitable um, she says that her one concern with Blake is that him joining a little bit later in the journey means that she's not quite sure if she's as far along as some of the other guys with him as she is 
Oof, gotta talk about not knowing the English language. She <laughs> You're is not a real Katie. quite sure if they are as far along on the journey as she is with some of the other guys. Right. Um, Justin paints her a butterfly. I know, it's really good, Was I it? thought. Yeah, for like, could you paint that? Mm, sure. I, I thought I it was... just put some paint on my butt. And then just, that's what Blake did, actually. <laughs> it's the butt in Butterfly. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> uh, no, so it was it was good. It wasn't the rose that he was showing in the opening night. That's right. That's right. I uh, I have my notes. Shit, Justin painted that. It looks pretty well, good. Well, he's an artist. I know, but What's still. going on over there? Why are you like, I feel like you're, did you take a weird swallow or something? I did take a weird swallow okay. a second There's ago. There's a lot of yeah. mouth movement. Yeah. I feel like you're... Pulling a real Blake. <laughs> no, stop. No. Okay, sorry. Don't. I moved my mouth in a way that Anna did not care for. <laughs> I do not. I care might for as well that. be cuddling you Ooh. right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, Katie to Michael, the dad, asking if he's ready for hometowns, and then she says that she's like, "You've got the situation with I don't remember their names, so like your son and your wife." And the way she said it was just weird. She was like, "Which is something I totally understand." Like, no, I don't think so. What are you giving me a look? You're moving your finger. Well, no, what so happened? I figured out the whole process. So here's the whole story, gang. I had an eyelash on my mouth, which was why I was doing the weird mouth thing, I realized. And now I've got it on my fingers. <laughs> Would you like to make a wish? No. Nope. Okay, didn't come didn't true. Didn't come true. <laughs> it's an eyelash. Make a wish. I don't want to. Make a wish. Okay. <laughs> didn't come true. Um... So anyways, now the problem's resolved itself. Uh, no, it hasn't. It's never going to resolve <laughs> yeah, itself. Yeah, I mean, I still have my general face and mannerisms. You're still here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not going to resolve as itself. As Seinfeld said, didn't come true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I again, I mean, I don't want to harp on this because I don't want to be a woman hater. Too late. <laughs> um, I just feel like her answers are super like he's like i don't know how our lives will mesh with me as a single parent and she's like i'll buy the juice boxes right. and the condiments this is the same thing we've seen the whole time like i get it that that you can't have a truly in-depth discussion but you should be like yeah there's a there's you a little kid yeah his best friends on this show <laughs> <laughs> Right, you're marrying a child's best friend. One, Michael says, I had so many questions, and she had the answer. We will figure it out. <laughs> That's not an answer. <laughs> That's like the dodge of the answer right. you get. I feel like that would be like if you came up to me and were like, hey, I'm going to quit my job. And I was like, well, okay, how? Like, what What are we going to do for money now? We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. No, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, if we'll figure it out, my bad. We'll figure it out. Love is the only thing that matters. He says love is the answer. <laughs> mm. No. No, okay, it isn't. Michael. Yeah. Okay. So, um. And let me just say one yeah. more thing. No, on let's that. hear it. I accept that level of irresponsibility from all of the other contestants just because. I mean, and it bugs me when they all do it. Like, you know, if Mike the Virgin lived in Missouri, yeah. I feel like it would bug me if they if they weren't talking about like, okay, well, what's going to, like, what are we going to do? Are you going to move to Missouri? Right. I feel like a lot of times those discussions don't necessarily happen. And apparently sometimes they happen in the fantasy suite uh-huh. and we're like not privy to it. But I get, but Michael has a kid. Yes. Like, I feel like you, you have a different level of responsibility here to like, 
actually maybe hammer out some of the details. Right. It's not like, should we live in Seattle and get Seattle dogs? Or should we live in New York and get New York dogs? I don't know. We'll figure it There's out. There's so many different hot dog options. Love is the <laughs> answer. <laughs> Let's see. Andrew talks to her about football. Yes. He says, everyone knows every athlete dies twice. And she says... I didn't know that. I didn't either. Jesus, I missed this somehow. Was this when I was getting you your sleep chew? Mm. Somehow I missed that whole quote. I don't think so. I think you just weren't paying attention because he was talking about football. Oh, yeah. Right. I zoned out immediately. Oh, this is about yeah. athletes. Oh, sports. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Athletes, here's the news. Um. So what he's saying is that he will die once when he actually dies, I guess, and then he'll also die when he quits the sport for good. <sighs> That's a little depressing. Meanwhile, <laughs> Connor the cat is just licking his paws in the corner. <laughs> you only die twice. <laughs> I've got nine lives. Yeah, you know they say I'm that I'm also every... quiet, small, and black from my head to the tip of my tail. <laughs> <laughs> I can walk on the narrowest crack. can slip through the narrowest rail. We still haven't watched that. Let's watch it. Yeah. Listeners weigh in. Would you be interested in a special Cats episode? I think we know the answer to that in a resounding <laughs> meow. <laughs> <laughs> right meow, please. <laughs> We've got a slog to get through The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, then another Bachelorette. So this Cats episode is probably not going to happen anytime soon. Put it on the back Maybe burner. someday. We've been talking yeah. about it for two years now. Let's go ahead and put it on a hot tin roof and just uh, wait for it. I heard that Connor is equally cunning with dice. <laughs> he is always deceiving us into believing he's only hunting for mice. <laughs> he's quiet, he's small, he is black. From his ears to the tip of his tail. He can creep through the tiniest can walk on the narrowest rail He can pick any car from the pack He's equally cunning with dice He's always deceiving you into believing that he's only hunting for mice Ow! You can plan a trip with a cork Or a spoon and a bedside fish paste And you look for a knife or a fork And you think that it's merely misplaced You've seen it one moment but then it is gone! But you'll find it next week laying out on the lawn. This is what it would be. It yeah, would just, just be, be me quoting. Yeah, yeah, quoting lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, he, he has a relatively serious discussion with Katie about whether she would want him basically to kind of bow out of uh -huh. football, I guess. Uh, I don't really know how that works when you're like an international football player for your job. Right. I'm, well, also. Because he's like not in the NFL. It would be his death. It would be <laughs> the death of him. And she's like, I'd be fine with whatever you want. Love, we'll figure it out. If Love that means is all that, that we matters. have to put off of. I'm going to tell you the same thing that I just told Michael right. A. We'll figure it out. <laughs> right. I'm going to be noncommittal about every single serious issue that comes up. Right, I did this when we talked about multiracial kids. I did this when we talked about Michael's dead wife. I just, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. I'll yeah. buy juice boxes. It'll yeah. all be good. Um, Michael gets the date rose, mm -hmm. right? Yep. We're good? Yes, indeed. Yeah, and we're off to Mike P's. We're P's. off to Cuddle Land. Cuddle Town. Population <laughs> three. Uh, Mike the Virgin, Katie, and 
Cuddle Queen Jean. Cuddle Queen Jean. She's a cuddle expert. What kind? I feel like Cuddle Queen Jean is like a Berenstain Bears Yes. Type. <laughs> it may be like one of the racier books. Farmer yeah, Ben. Right. <laughs> Farmer Ben was caught with Cuddle Queen Jean, I, I feel think. like, you know who hooks up with Cuddle Queen Jean? Who? That dentist. Oh, yeah. What about... Uh, the Witter Bruin. I feel like the Witter Bruin is <laughs> That's definitely... That's a woman. Well, but she likes to cuddle. Maybe, you think Cuddle Queen Jean maybe was a little bit of a lesbian? I, who who knows? I Well, maybe Bear Cuddle Queen Jean is. I think Witter Bruin is like 90 years old. <laughs> that doesn't mean she doesn't like to cuddle. Is Witter Bruin the one that like traps the bears into cleaning out the attic? I think that's right. She's yeah. legit like a senior citizen. Okay, but she likes to cuddle still. You're thinking of old Ms. McGriz. Ms. Oh, Ms. McGriz can cuddle the shit out of people. And you might also be thinking of that babysitter that comes oh, and yeah. brings tiddlywinks. Oh, she, that tiddlywinks <laughs> and string. Yeah, that's how she entertains the bear. She pulls a piece of string from her purse that and they're delighted. That might have also been Ms. McGriz. No, that's a different, that's a different person. Are you yeah, sure? I'm pretty sure that the sitter is somebody else. I feel yeah. like the babysitter makes an appearance like twice. Yeah, but Ms. McGriz is the one that they don't want to go trick-or-treating at her house. And she also has the third biggest pumpkin in Beartown. Actually, the second biggest pumpkin in Beartown. Papa's comes in third. Sorry, Mickey. That's a Berenstain Bears spoiler. <laughs> the bear, the babysitter is Mrs. Grizzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd like to cuddle Mrs. Grizzle. All, I'd like to hibernate I with her like all winter of, long. Uh, there's a lot of tough female bears. There are. Feminism. A lot of t- Mama gets a job. Yeah, yeah. Sister bear is the best ball player. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Back to um, this cuddle date. Yeah. And you know who ends up being like the surprise feminist in that book? Berenstain Bears, No no Girls Allowed. Papa. Papa Bear. Because yeah. Mama Bear is like, those boys aren't going to like it that Sister Bear is beating them. Right. And Papa's like, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But then Mama makes a point and Papa has to think about it like a dumbass. Well. Because that's kind of his thing. Well, the point is that you should be a gracious winner. Sure. That's that fine. Even if you're... Mm-hmm. But but the point stands that... Those bears are getting butt hurt because there's a little girl bear that's, right. that's beating them. Yeah, and they shouldn't, right? Learn learn a lesson, bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they all ate salmon and honeycomb. <laughs> and it was all just fine. Okay. Um, all right, so this Berenstain Bears oh, diversion. Cuddle, yeah. yeah, cuddling. Cuddle Queen Jean. She says, I'm a cuddle expert. And in my notes, I have, God, this is my nightmare. <laughs> So what kind of schooling is Cuddle Expert? What do you, where do you go to school for that? Does she have a master's in cuddling <laughs> or a PhD? Or like a... You know, all you have to have is a master's to adjunct in cuddling. <laughs> Those cuddle adjuncts just don't get paid very well. They don't. I mean... And all the cuddle universities are really turning to adjunctification. There's very few tenure lines in right. cuddling. But that's the thing is once you get tenured in a cuddling position, they can't force they you can't out. Force, you're like <laughs> in their lap forever. You're in the oxytocin hug forever. Oh, um, Katie says, I never thought I would date a virgin. Um, Mike says of the cuddling date, 10 being the most uncomfortable, I'm probably at a 10. That's you. But I don't get that because I feel like he also is like, yeah, I'm saving myself for marriage. But that doesn't mean, like, is 
It doesn't mean that he like loathes a physical touch. Well, but here's the thing that's weird about this episode. So let's go ahead and jump quickly because this is relevant to the part where he talks about what a great cuddler his mom is. It seems to Not imply at all weird. Well, but it seems to imply, and I don't think this is actually true, but it comes off this way that he has just had like no relationships. Yeah. Because why would he be like she's an even better cuddler than my last girlfriend or whatever? Because he clearly has a mommy complex. Sure. I think. Yeah. No, I think so too. He's but like, it's when just... I was little, I would watch TV after school, and my mom would scratch my head. Hopefully, oh, that buddy. ended when you were God. little. Yeah. Well, and he says. uh my mom's the best woman I know, but Katie's a better cuddler. My mom's going to hate me for saying this, but at some point a boy has to move on. Ooh. Yeah, I think so, Mike P. I think so, buddy. Well, also, like, how did they get him to say this? This is such an unforced error. I don't think that they had to. I feel like that's just him. Well, that's what I'm saying is like. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. you feel like the producers are kind of like tricking them into saying uh-huh. stuff that they can edit into looking weird or crazy i think that's just him yeah well that's what i'm getting at is like the it, it really is bizarre like this whole situation and he just won't shut up about it either like yeah he, he really he, like when he's like whispering right and he's like you remind me of my mom <laughs> i'll kill you the I words the that basement, every just, girl right. wants to yeah. hear by the way, you do not remind me Ooh, of my mom thank you. in any way. I do think yeah. that's true. I actually, I think I chose the exact like you, opposite yeah, of my mother. Like, yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I chose my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every am I a better cuddler we were than your mom? Cuddling on that first date, and I was like, <laughs> "You remind me of." Mom. <laughs> You're so passive. <laughs> You're the only, I feel like one of the big differences between me and your mom who listens to this podcast, by the way. Shout out to Ginger yeah, Honey. Is um, that your mom is not as passive as I am. Yeah, I feel like she's uh, she's grown a little bit, a little uh, gruffer in her old age. <laughs> Ms. Grizzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's turned she's into a real, real Ms. McGrizzle. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, they are not into the cuddling at all. I feel like even Michael, I guess he's kind of into it when he has his head in her lap, but like they're not into it at first. I just don't blame him. Like, what's the point? You just sit there together and hug? Like, no, I'm good. I don't know. This this date would make me annoyed, but I also don't understand the point of it. Like is it seems so clearly designed to just make him uncomfortable. Exactly. And I think that's kind of a shitty thing to do too. Like if you know you're going to cut him, which you know you are, I don't know. No, I agree. The date is clearly designed for like the viewer and not for the relationship, which it is a TV show. So things are designed for the viewer, but it's like, these are human beings that have to do these things that we're watching. He also doesn't really explain his virginity well. He says, the reason why I wait is there's a reason. Right. If it were up to me, I'd be humping everything. Well, who's it up to, Mike? Right. Well, yeah, I don't quite understand. Like, is this a religious thing or it's, is it? It's obviously a religious thing. He wears that giant Right, that giant cross. ass cross. Yeah. But I don't, like, I feel like with Colton... Um, and with other virgins that we've had on the show. Wasn't yeah, Luke like P a born again virgin? Yes. yes. Well, because God came to him in the shower. In the shower, and yeah. And he was like, Luke, you got to stop fucking so much. <laughs> well, uh, he said, Luke, you've got to do a whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike 
And to be fair, I don't think that he's given the space to explain it that yeah. well. Maybe he explained it to Katie and we didn't see that. Right. But uh, yeah, it's a little murky and mm-hmm. it just, it's very clear, which uh, Blake also extrapolates on back at the resort. He says their lives just don't line up. Yeah. And I agree with that. Yeah. No, these two are not meant for each other. Mike seems like a nice guy, probably has some mommy issues to work through. But he also acts in kind of like um, Michael acts this way when he's talking with his son and he's like, Dad, I'm just not going to be good for anybody if I'm not happy at home. And it's like, you act like this is the only woman in the world right. that you can date. Right. Are there not women in wherever Michael <laughs> yeah. is from? You know, like. Probably Seattle, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he's friends with Jason. They can uh, get Seattle dogs and go for Seattle dog date. So she cuts him and he has to walk away in his weird white tunic. Yes. And then he says, sometimes things aren't meant to be. Gosh. Oh. Gosh. It is. I mean, it's not the best like walk away scene we've gotten, but it's a pretty good one where he's awkwardly walking I just like the idea that he away. has to like go to wherever he's leaving for like the airport yep. in that white tunic. The Albuquerque airport <laughs> yeah. in this outfit. He's like, can yep. I talk to you about what it might mean to be a virgin? <laughs> Yeah, um, all right. Oh, and then uh, the guys say, he's gonzo. He's on my gonzo <laughs> list. <laughs> They're just making a Muppets reference. Yeah. He's gonzo in that he's insane. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> or is that Fozzie Bear? Uh, that's Fozzie. That's Fozzie Bear. Sorry, yeah. gang. Waka Whoops. waka yeah. waka. What's gonzo's? Well, gonzo's the one who's always fucking those chickens. I don't think that's I right. I think that's right. I, I think, think he has correct. romantic attachments to no. chickens. Uh, yeah. Animal has the chicken. I think Gonzo does. Google does Gonzo What's fuck the chickens. Camilla? Yeah. That's not Gonzo. That's Is that Gonzo? Does Gonzo love chickens? Okay. Well. Um, who knows what I'm going to get. Gonzo's amorous desires are most often centered on chickens. There you go. (laughs) That's pretty clear. Yeah. The reason why I wait is there's a reason I fuck chickens. (laughs) I'm saving myself for Camilla the chicken. (laughs) I think I've almost got her. Oh, Camilla's proper introduction on The Muppet Show is in episode 318 when she and Gonzo have their first date. Oh, where do they go? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, that that's just, Whoa. that's fine. What? Uh, it leads to trouble. She uh, was previously seen and mentioned by name in other episodes when Gonzo attempted to audition her and another chicken named Nellie for Uh-oh. a concert. Oh, and uh, what is there a little jealousy between these chickens? Or is Gonzo trying to get into a threesome Uh, with both these chickens? Seems like Gonzo kind (laughs) of shoots his wad. (laughs) Oh, man. It says Gonzo finds love with a chicken even as far back as episode 217 (laughs) when he sings, Won't somebody dance with me? (laughs) And it turns out somebody will. A chicken. A chicken. Yeah. A chicken. Yeah, so uh, Gonzo is in love with chickens. Andrew, or I'm sorry, uh, Michael, Mike is in love with his mom. Whoa. What? Look at is this there... art, this image. Whoa. Okay, so viewers, I'm going to describe it silhouettes of uh, Gonzo's <laughs> very phallic nose, very close to a chicken beak. 
Guys, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> we will be we'll posting post this, this bad boy. Uh, I think this is what Blake painted. <laughs> it might be. It might be. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, he's Gonzo, and then we are at the rose ceremony. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. All right. So crazy situation here. Well, so let's just get into go a little off the rails. Yeah. So yeah. it's a rose ceremony, and I was like, okay, so episode's and, wrapping up. And Michael A already have roses. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's wrapping up, but then you notice that there's 20 minutes exactly. left. Exactly. You yeah. know that something goes Something's down. Something's going down. Much like Batman will not. <laughs> Um, Blake and Justin get their roses. Andrew S. gets cut, and he says, Blimey! <laughs> well, whole lot of rubbish this is. Bloody hell. <laughs> um, she says it's the first decision that she's made that she's not confident in, and she mm-hmm. just kind of uh, is clearly pretty devastated by cutting right. him. And I get it. He's obviously a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really like yeah, him. Yeah, me too. He finally stopped doing that accent. Right. And- that was the one knock against him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then uh, Michael, after they cut, after she cuts in the next day, Michael's like, I hope Katie's all right. And then they flash to her, like, sitting super depressed in her hotel room. Just in a hoodie. Yeah, by herself. And then there's a knock on the door. And who is it? It's Andrew. Uh, hello, love. <laughs> hello, governor. <laughs> um, he says that he didn't want to end it without a smile. Oh. And he gives her a little note and she opens it and it says, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. And she runs down the hall to chase him down right. and yells, Andrew. Well, and meanwhile, he is walking as slow as fuck but out of that somehow, hotel. She still has to like, yep. she can't take the She's elevator. Like, She's got to take go? the stairs. This was like the most like romantic comedy moment that they've had in this show in a long time of like, will I catch up with him? But then she's like, I just want to give you a hug. Right. Well, <laughs> you just did that. Right. Yeah. Really? Is that all? And, and then despite him saying, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. She says, if there were a way to stay a little longer, would you want to? And he's like, nah, bitch, nah, I gotta go. I'm gone. Peace. So here's my thing. Like he makes the right decision. Cause he's like, For sure. I want my wife to choose me and I wasn't chosen, but why did you write? I'll be waiting exactly. if you change your mind. <laughs> so mixed I messages. think that what he was uh, implying was like, if you, if this doesn't work out. I see. Like after all right. this. Not, hey, chase me down right this second yeah. and give me another chance Although to compete for your love. Although I like the idea love. that he might do that just to make her look stupid. Sure, right. <laughs> like, nap, psych. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't mean right now. Yeah, no, I didn't mean I would be waiting at this minute. Yeah, so um, he made the right choice. I was sad to see him go, and it was slightly mixed messages with the note. But again, these are generally classy guys. Some of them might be in love with their mothers or fuck some chickens. But generally, I think these are good men. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, gang, we'll be back for real next week. We're sorry. We missed you last week just as much as you missed us.
Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.